Welcome to Car Talk with Matty J, live on 98.9 Northwest FM. Uh, tonight we're talking all things Tesla Semi. Oh. So uh, that's, the, that's their new truck that they've just announced. Um, and what are the police going to use now that Ford and Holden are gone? Now, I know we, mm. give, we, we give the coppers a bit of a... Toyota? Well, they've just announced that the, the new V6 Camry is a, a possible option. So, Camry. No, Camry, mate. Bring, bring back the Camry. Yeah, people, people ask me, like, what do you like the Camry for? And I'm, I'm like, well, because it, it does everything okay. It doesn't break down. Yeah, it's reliable. It's reliable. That is the voice of uh, James from Man vs. Movies. What's happening? Nothing much. Just, um, just, just ra- ranting on... Um... Oh, man. My show... Like, I, I was only supposed to talk about Force Awakens. We did a spot Star Wars show, for those who didn't listen. Because uh, Star Wars... Um, Last uh, Jedi's coming out tomorrow. tomorrow. Um, and so I did a Star Wars special for my show, Man vs. Movies, and I was only supposed to about, talk about Force Wagons for about 20 minutes, <laughs> half an hour. <laughs> and I was talking about it for 45 minutes and just ranting and raving. Um, it, yeah, I just I hate that movie so much. And we welcome to the studio uh, old friend of the show, Mr. WRX himself. Alan, what's going on? Uh, no, thanks for having me. Apologies for being late. No worries, mate. Uh, there's a good reason behind it. Well, what is the reason? Don't tell me something happened to the Rex. Don't tell me something happened to the Rex. Other than you know getting low on fuel, nothing, and we've topped that up because fuel prices are going up today. Really? Yes. Uh, what any, time? They've. Already, Don't tell me they've already gone up. They've already gone up at Crap. most stations. Uh, one of these retail varieties, which have the green pumps. Ah, uh, yes. Know, the retail giant. Yes. Uh, they. Some of them are still cheaper. Um, the red ones, however, have <laughs> pretty much gone up. So have you know your BPs and your Seven Elevens. So if uh, if you've got the the app Motor Mouth, which I think is a very useful app for anyone in Australia, uh, definitely check it out. You can see uh, fuel pumps around you, which have your fuel of choice and what you know roughly what price you're looking at. So what's it up to now? I believe uh, regular ninety one is up to one dollar forty. No way, dude! I filled and up. So ninety eight is at one dollar fifty eight. Close to one dollar sixty. Jeez. I don't want to pay that. I paid one dollar forty. Oh, what a ju- dude! I um, I, I picked up my, my laser today, but I was driving my, my mom's car um because I had to get the water pump, and I'll, I'll get to that a bit later. <laughs> that fiasco, but um, I'm like oh, I'll top up her cars just so she knows so I've just got a full tank of fuel. And it was like a dollar. It was like a dollar twenty for ninety one. So I was like, oh well, if um if if that's uh, ninety eight came to a dollar forty. So I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll check in ninety eight for her. And they were telling me this, and my laser got like no fuel. So I was gonna fill up after the show. <laughs> still I'm pretty devastated right now. There's still the possibility because there are a few straggle pumps, and I actually know of one. I'm gonna possibly give them the plug at this point. I, I, I'm not sure what company they are, but they're opposite the CSL on Camp Road. And they regularly oh, have um, fuel at one twenty nine, which isn't necessarily cheap. It's just when everything else has gone to one forty, they, the one twenty nine is still one twenty nine. That's the United, right? They got the, the, I, think, I believe it is United. Yeah, yeah. but I, I wasn't one hundred percent sure. But yes, they they usually have their price set the same no matter what's going on. <laughs> so if somebody does need cheaper fuel and you're in the area, Camp possibly, Road, possibly try Camp Road. Otherwise, you know, just look at the motor mouth app and see what you can do. Well, um, Alan, we were talking before the show uh, on, on on the chat about the latest Tesla Semi. Yes, yes. Um, so, but uh, as, as, I, as I was saying before, t- tonight's topics are pretty much that. What are the coppers going to drive now that the Commodore and Falcon are pretty much all... Dacia Sandero. Dacia Sandero. James May, if you're listening, <laughs> come to Australia, convince uh, the, 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 the police chiefs and, and all, all, their, all their teams that they need a Dacia Sandero. Uh. Uh, but yeah, uh, the, the Tesla Semi, dude. I, I read up about this. Have you have you, have you heard about it? I saw it, the picture. It's really it's cool. Massive. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. 
Um, is it self-driving? Yeah. It. Well, I believe it can. It from, from, can from what but I've currently, read. I believe they're they're marketing it both ways. Yeah. For drivers and obviously self-driving. Um, it's like I a guess, one-seater too, like in the middle. Yeah, yeah, and uh, just the figures on it seem amazing. I think without the trailer hitched. You can get from zero to a hundred in about six seconds. That's nuts. Which in a truck is pretty pretty damn good. With the trailer hitched and fully 40 loaded, forty tons, forty tons. Yeah, fully loaded. I believe it's twenty seconds. Twenty seconds. Yeah, and I I don't think anyone that actually drives a truck professionally would do that. Uh, <laughs> just because <laughs> everything will go. <laughs> it's fallen to the back of the things could the definitely the uh, move around, and as they say, fall off the back of the truck. Uh, but once again, uh, just not amazing. In, not in Broadmeadows terms, off the back of the truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, just amazing figures for a truck because, considering I spend a lot of my summers, you know, sitting passenger on a truck, it can get very frustrating just rolling through the gears, barely getting to a hundred, and just having to then you know slow down again or just to change lanes or whatever. Just to be able to have a truck that can not necessarily beat the cars but keep up with the cars. Um, just sounds amazing yeah. in terms of just, I guess, driver annoyance and just driver peace of mind, especially considering it'll be an automatic, or not an automatic, but it won't have the gears yeah. necessarily. You just press the accelerator and the brake. You don't and have to go. row through 14 gears. But the thing is, the good thing about normal trucks is that they've got distance. This is only rated at 600, 600, 600 miles. miles. So it's 300 kilometers. 300 yeah. to 500 and miles, it says. With with what um, depending on, I'm guessing depending on, on if it's got if it's got a got a tow in that like if it's, if it's yeah. load yeah Musk's um, quote was fully loaded it'll do a thousand on highway driving okay. which I'm willing to believe yeah. because you know you're not slowing down and speeding up again yeah. you're not losing the energy which if you can get a thousand k's that's a trip from here to Sydney for example yeah pretty much yeah and if you're driving long distance you would be legally obliged to take a break at that point anyway yeah true so I, I guess in that aspect that it's that kind of works out. And that was really the biggest thing I felt, at least in terms of larger vehicles, was once again the range. Small vehicles, if you're a passenger just driving yourself to work or something, you can deal with, you know, like just even a limitation of 150Ks. Mm. You can deal with that because you know your work is what, possibly 20Ks, 30Ks away, and you come back. You can charge your car at work, you can charge your car at home, you know. It's nice and easy, whereas with a, a larger vehicle... It's you can't deal with that kind of range. It's, it's just not enough. So being able to do a thousand kilometers freeway driving, it's not bad. I think that's it's it's definitely a game changer. Mm. Have they announced a, a date for it? Uh, not that I recall, but uh, I'd be very interested in seeing like w- what they do with it, <laughs> and particularly the price. Yes. What kind of price point they're looking at? This is going to be very expensive, I'm guessing, because seeing as normal trucks like themselves are like two hundred grand. Yeah, two hundred grand. grand. And if if they could get something comparable to that then i reckon they could very quickly push into the market it says 200 grand usd but we'll see we'll, we'll, yeah i guess that'll probably transfer to 400 grand here yeah um look we gotta get to our first break of the night uh we'll get we'll we'll continue this chat off this and we'll talk to talk to james about about the movie for, t- for tomorrow because the last one just sucked <laughs> uh, <laughs> cram last jedi into your it, car it show a, it was a terrible film um <laughs> the cast be, jedi cast, yeah. <laughs> We'll Car, cast Jedi, not cast. We'll be right back after this. You're back on Car Talk with Matty J. That was uh, Kiela with LMK. Or let me know. Um, now, before we get back into uh, about the Tesla, James, the movie tomorrow. What? I know, it's Star Wars, and you know, I'm a, I'm a Star Wars fan. You're a Star Wars fan. I think everyone is kind of a Star Wars fan in some in some way or another. But the last movie was absolutely. A, it was the one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Um, this one, however, I'm kind of G'd up. I'm always G'd up around Star Wars time, but yeah. like 
I just, I mean, I hope it's good. You don't want to get me started about Force Awakens because we'll be here all night and I'll hijack your whole show. <laughs> but as massive, like I'm a massive, massive Star Wars fan, and Force Awakens is not a good movie in any sense of the word. It's a terrible film, no character development, no world building. Uh, it's purely based in nostalgia. Um, you know, if you if you haven't heard my show, Man vs. Movies, you can go to Shout Engine or iTunes or and listen to listen to his rant. Listen to the rants. I have Star Wars like episodes just dedicated to Star Wars. But yeah, like the the next movie, Last Jedi, which is the sequel to Force Awakens. I'm you know I'm not I'm not expecting to like it. I hope it's good. You know, I'm, I never go to a movie expecting it to uh, hoping to be a, it to be bad. But um. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I'm gonna like it. Uh, Ryan Johnson, who's writing, directing it. I'm a big fan of, um, so I think he'll do a good job with the characters and stuff. But you know, just the fact that it's based off of Force Awakens, like it's already, it's already, it's shot already, the yeah. yeah. Um, he's already starting with a broke, broken legs. <laughs> well, let's hope it's somewhat better than the last one because I don't think you could get any worse. Than that. <laughs> uh, I think you could probably. Um, Watch a, watch a picture of, of a, or watch a video of, of a person shooting himself in the foot, and it'll be a better film. It had more character development. Than- Honestly, if it has the name Star Wars on it, people are gonna love yeah, it. Regardless. So if it was a guy shooting itself, shooting himself in the foot, people are gonna pay money to see that if it says Star Wars on it. <laughs> oh, dude. Well, anyway, um, that let's just we'll talk about this next week. In the meantime, the Tesla Semi. I'm pretty excited about that. I reckon that is a really good option. That is probably the future for um, for our, our our trucks. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely, yeah. And that's another point I wanted to bring up, just some statistics, because everyone loves statistics. But these are primarily US-based. Um, <clears throat> out of the 200-and-something million cars or vehicles registered in the US, only about 3% Electric. are heavy vehicles, like oh, okay. larger trucks. Yeah. And everything else, yet they account for approximately a quarter of the um, pollution emissions by transport. Does that classify? Like, are they classifying just like, like proper like prime movers and semi trucks, or uh, are they classifying like F trucks and, and all that stuff? The as well? the classification was more six or more tires and a minimum of two axles. Okay, <clears throat> so possibly the F trucks could some of them definitely yeah, yeah. Could count six fifties. Um, yeah. yeah, but uh, generally, yeah. So larger larger transport accounts for about. Um, a quarter of a quarter of the pollution that's caused by transport, which is already a third of total pollution, and they're only about three percent of the total vehicles. Mm-hmm. So when you're considering that they're causing so much, so much impact on that's the environment, huge, actually, yeah, mm-hmm. and, and to be able to possibly reduce that to zero, uh, it, it all once again boils down to where yeah. the electricity is coming from. If it's coming from coal, you're not really helping much. But with, I guess, electric-powered vehicles, there's always a very larger opportunity to actually source your energy from a much more renewable source. Uh, you can use wind, you know, solar, a myriad of different energy sources. Whereas, if you're running a combustion engine, you, you're kind of limited. You got some biodiesels and stuff, but you, you're very limited. Yeah, you're limited on that, and especially with trucks, you need torque. And I think electric motors can have proved that that you get torque There's straight away. King of torque, yeah. yeah. Like you, you, you're just not going to kind of beat them unless you've got like a bazillion turbochargers. <laughs> it also help with like driver fatigue and stuff. It will if the you know the like the cockpits are you know more comfortable, and the uh, the driving smoother. You know what that reminds me of <clears throat> that episode of The Simpsons when Homer falls asleep uh, driving the truck. Oh yeah, the auto. They predicted the future. <laughs> but it's, that's, that's not the first one. They, they, they predicted Trump. They predicted, oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they predicted a lot of things. So, um, 
Oh, but yeah, I mean, at, at a certain point, it'll be all self-driving anyway. So we'll get like those trucks from from Logan, where they're just just the trailer, <laughs> and they just drive by themselves. But yeah, I mean, from for now, it's already it's already been done. I believe uh, it was a a Bud truck, the beer, um, yeah, beer, and they had actually done one of their first deliveries. I believe it was this year using a fully automated truck. Well, wow. someone uh, someone was in the car though, or like in the truck though, or they or it was just no one in it. Just, uh, just- I, don't I'm not 100 sure whether somebody was in it or not, but definitely yeah, the entire process was automated. See, that, that kind of freaks me out because like if you have an accident with the truck, how the hell are you supposed to communicate? Or uh, uh, here's my these are my details. <laughs> beep and, uh, beep yes. <laughs> oh, we'll go through insurance. Beep. Yeah, I, I'm guessing that's a yes. Beep. <laughs> oh gee, but yeah, it it'd be it'd be a weird it'd be a but weird who, scenario. Who, who takes fault at that point as well? Yeah, because. Once again, the car maker would assume that their vehicles aren't making any mistakes. And if yeah. you're the person driving... There's no, like pre- there's no precedent for it. So until people start having accidents with self-driving cars, then we can figure out who's at fault. Well, there's only one way to like, test this. and like, It'd be by putting like, a whole bunch of self- self-driving cars in, like, in like, a city... Mm. And like having no one, no one else like, drive, and just yeah. just let them go for like a week. I feel like if, if, if the self-driving happens, cars are all you know in sync and they're all you know flowing, if you put a person in the middle of that, they're going to screw it up. Like it's not going to be the other way around. Do you know what I mean? It, it, it will most likely be human error that yeah. possibly ends up leading towards an accident. But you would hope that with I guess the self-driving cars, their programming is sufficient to you avoid know, avoid that. But having said that. Do you, would you trust sitting behind a wheel of one of those? I feel we're going to be the stubborn old men that are still driving, you know? Well, <laughs> driving is like... It's like it's a yeah, like for you guys, you guys are enthusiasts, so you, you're always going to be, um, you know, wanting to get behind the wheel. But it's like, for me, I can't wait for self-driving. <laughs> I can just kick back, play Nintendo, <laughs> get to where I'm going. <laughs> it's, it's very interesting where, for example, you get on a plane or you get on a train. You've got no access to the driver. That is true. They could. This doesn't lead into any kind of uh, terroristic kind of thing, but they could, if they wanted to, uh, take that vehicle to, at a very high speed, derail it or crash it somewhere. Uh, there's a certain level of trust that you put into a human being. But there's a certain level of trust that you go in with anyway. Like, yeah. for example, Uber, taxi, um, you know, Lyft, wh- wh- whatever it is. With, with those, there's the justification of you can come and grab the wheel, allegedly, if you're sitting short. Oh, yeah, yeah, for example, but- a bus as well. But in, in a situation where you can't get to the cockpit, uh, or to the control center of the, the vehicle, you're putting that level of trust in a human being. I feel people will slowly come to be able to do that to a machine as well. But see, planes have been autopilot for years. Yeah. So, and and we're, we're fine with that. But once again, we have the understanding that there's a human that's sitting in the seat. Yeah. That if something goes wrong, he'll quickly... I'm assuming... Talk, sorry, she'll yeah. quickly... If it's a she... Um, anyway. They'll quickly <laughs> assume control yeah. and, and move or make things safe again. Yep. I don't think I'd step into a plane that had no pilot at all. You know, um, that's that's the thing. I think like for for a long like for maybe ten, twenty, thirty years, there's still going to be that mistrust. But at some point, it's gonna just like go away. it's just going to be a point where it's like there's just no, there's no like no self-driving cars ever going to have an accident, and no computers ever going to have a glitch. Yeah. Well, I mean, not ever, but you know. Like that, that margin's going to be so small. But you know, for the next twenty years, there's always going to be a person somewhere in the mix, probably, even if it's just there to sit there and take control. In the in the case I, of I a feel a good way emergency. to ease into it is because we're using self-driving cars. At least currently, where you still got full controls, you still got steering wheel yeah. pedals. Mm. Yeah, you just let a passenger, the passenger, sit in the, the driver's position in case anything goes wrong, even if it's a taxi service. 
uh, that it's, the car's been sent by another company, you still sit in the driver's seat just in case. And you can slowly ease people into it to the point where there are no controls on the car except for a big red button that says emergency. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean that's, that's the next step. But, you know, at the end of the day, th- things malfunction all the time. So are we still, like, are we still going to trust machines? I mean, I mean, okay, I hate to use this analogy, but the movie, have you ever seen the movie WALL-E? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Basically, are we going to be that in a chair and not going to be able to control anything? Can't even get out of a chair because we are that. We are that. I think yeah. it's it's a possibility. It's it's a scary possibility, yeah. and and like it's the the fact that like you know everything's getting automated. And look, don't get me wrong, I love technology. I reckon, yeah. I reckon it's freaking awesome. But I think, I mean, for for we're getting my, closer and closer to being placed in the simulation, gentlemen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For my for my mind, it's like the more that's automated the more time we have to do whatever the hell we want. So will that mean everyone's just going to sit in a chair or will people start doing things that they otherwise wouldn't have time for, like painting, uh, bike riding, uh, hang gliding, see, complaining but, on the internet, compl- complaining yeah, but, on the internet. Yeah. Now, you know, m- maybe most likely everyone will just sit around and do nothing if everything's done for them. But dude, you see your job's taken over by, by, by a screen. At, at, at your that's, place of work. I mean, I mean, that's it's, a, it's the same principle. But people are going to lose work. Here's, here's like people come complain about that. I'm like, cabbies are going to lose work. Yeah, Australia's I'm like, work? I, I think it wouldn't be a problem if we if we were think if we were forward thinking. So if governments instead of just complaining about robots taking people's jobs and then not doing anything about yeah, it, yeah. they should be thinking about bringing new industries that people need to be involved in. They should be thinking about cottage industries that people need to be involved in. They should be thinking about arts and sciences that people need to be involved in or they should be thinking about alternate uh, revenue in, uh, in streams like um, and uh, universal income which governments they don't they, they don't want to think about that they, stuff all they do is you know blame other blame the other party or yeah. blame poor people or whatever so you know for me personally I don't get any enjoyment out of my job I, it's not intellectually or physically stimulating so for me I work in retail I think all retail jobs should be done by robots. But then, of course, you get the problem of them people will be out of work. But then, like I said, we should be thinking about universal income or, you know, pushing those people into industries that can't be done by robots. Yeah. So I would rather would be doing a job that can't be done by robot. If I go into work and I see a robot doing my job, that makes me feel like crap because I'm like, well, what's the point of me ha- having coming to work? Well, that's I'd rather be doing something that I need to be doing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's what I'm or saying. Or something but, that I want to be doing. So I think the I think the answer is kind of going on from what you're saying, James, yeah. is is by training us to be able to to deal with these machines exactly to, to be able to um like have one person that that mans those machines yeah. and and you know allows us to work in, in unison yeah. with them. Like now, we should be teaching kids like coding and and stuff yeah, like that, important. so that yeah. when when you know when when kids growing up you know when we were growing up we would get a retail job kids growing up now should probably be thinking about getting like IT jobs or something you know what i mean so we should be retraining people or training people for the future and not just saying oh get a job in retail even though it's going to go away at some point I, yeah i i i get that james I, I completely get that but like in terms of um in terms of you know cars yeah I just don't think we're ready to be f- no. to, to be to be fully you know in, yeah. into a uh, in, like I said it'll take like at least twenty years probably minimum minimum yeah. more probably, I, I probably longer, longer. Yeah, yeah probably longer and then of course we get into the the problem of um, like driving for leisure like you guys are enthusiasts you'd want to drive on the road even if there was 
self-driving cars. So then it becomes like, well, if there's a bunch of guys driving without uh, autopilot and then there's a bunch of people driving with autopilot, that's going to cause a problem. Um, and then it's like, well, at some point, is it going to become illegal for you to take a control of your car in a non-emergency situation? Yeah. But then it's like, well, at that point in the future, like, then we should be probably thinking about like track, uh, dedicated track, tracks for people to drive and and for it to become more of a more of a niche thing. Maybe like a hobby. Yeah, like a hobby thing. It's like there's a whole like a dedicated place where you go to to do driving. Which I mean, I, I feel that's not that's that's pretty plausible and that's far off but. because. When you consider horse and carts and just general horse travel, yeah. that was the way everyone did things. And then Henry Ford comes in with you know, the magical automobile, even though probably was somebody else. It, it was, it was, it was. I think it was. Uh, it was actually Daimler or uh, Mercedes. But he, he definitely sold the Mercedes. He, um, he pretty much mass, mass produced the car. Yeah. yeah. He, he look uh, Henry Henry Ford. We could, we, could, we, should, we should actually have an episode. On Henry yeah, Ford. that's he, a good he's, idea. A, he's a he was an incredible man. Um, he had, did some <laughs> anti-Semitic. Some, Anti-Semitic did some strange things. <laughs> he had his own magazine or, or newspaper that he read. Oh yeah, yeah. But. In terms of what he did, he's an incredible person. Mm. Uh, yeah, we should do that. Next week, next week we'll we'll, um, we'll do a Henry Ford yeah, special. That'll be good. Um, but yeah, because because there's a lot, there's a lot. I actually watched a doco on him recently. But anyway, we're getting off topic. And and it, as we as we saw, in came you know the motor car. Yeah. And horse carriages, obviously, and just general horse travel started decreasing more and more, and to the point where these days, if anyone's on a horse, it's a hobby. Yeah. 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 It's very it's much a hobby thing. And the fact that even though this this happened a very long time ago, people have still upheld that hobby. I feel it's definitely it's, the Amish. <laughs> well, that's the that's cops. more of a way of life, but yeah, you know, just um, <laughs> I think also like now I think I've talked about it before, but now with like three D printing and stuff, like I'm hoping that with along with dri- like driving to like on the roads you know if that does go away and and driving becomes more of a like small you know niche yep. uh, hobby thing it's like with 3d printing and cheaper material like and stuff like that it's like you could build your own car in your garage using a 3d printout but there's a gentleman already doing that in new zealand exactly really and he's building uh it's aston martin db no he's not yeah. he, he is uh, it's, it's one of the very early Aston Martins, um, yeah. and primarily his thing is I can't afford that kind of a car, so I will build my own car. Yeah. Plastic. So I believe he's using that as the molding, and then he's um, uh, you can do sheet metal, yeah, and, yeah. and fiberglass and other wow. products. And because once again, it's New Zealand's a great country. I'm a dual citizen. <laughs> <laughs> Choice. It's, it's also going to be, uh, I believe, just road legal. He'll easily be able oh, to get wow. it. You know. Yeah. See. So like, yeah. Like then you have people who have, like build their own cars for cheap. You know, for cheaper. Um, and then like you could also like have almost like a Hot Wheels collection, but of actual real life-size drivable I mean, cars. Yeah. That's going to take a while to get to. I mean, yeah. In, I'm in, talking about far in, down the line. In, in the future. But in terms of, in terms of back on, on your, what you were saying about the horse and cart, mm. there was always a person there. There's always yeah. going to be a person there. So regardless of, of whatever's going to happen, we're still going to be very much in touch with cars. I think so anyway. Yeah. So I think people are still going to enjoy it. Or, the, or the, I mean, f- f- like you and I, yeah, Alan, we said, I want to go for a drive today. I want to hop in my car and, you know, and go for a, go for a burn in the, up a mountain pass and come back. It's going to be in the future, like say 30, 40 years. Oh, let's go for a drive. Um, 
car take me to Warnable yeah. and, and 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 you just sit back and and watch the you know watch the trees go by as, as you're doing 100 kilometers per hour yeah. down down the highway. Now, the notion of a car is still it's still going to be um, uh, not only for you know a necessity to get to get things and get places, but I think it's going to be more or less. Um, like a like a favorite pastime, you know, because you'd be just like, yeah. oh, I want, I want to go for a drive, like, you know, I'm just going to sit there and do nothing and, and just watch the world go past me. Mm. The fact that, like, the matter is, the fact of the matter is, horses took us places, cars took us places, autonomous driving is going to take us places. We're still going to, we're still going to be involved with the car, and I think um, it's just kind of, it's. It's just going to be a, a weird thing for us, especially to get used to. Yeah. Us three in this room, we're going to be like, "Whoa, this is just really yeah, but, freaky." But uh, like, even like kids growing up, then probably like that's going to be normal for them. Like, you don't touch the car. People who touch the car, like control the car, are weirdos. Yeah, the hell does that? Old man. And I feel once again, we we say people lose their jobs and whatnot, but there are also other industries that will spring up. Yeah, the entire yeah. the entire ride sharing system today. I think will look very different where uh, very few people even in the suburbs will own cars because you can yeah. get a car on demand that will come to you. And pick you up. Yeah, and pick you up. That would be cool. I think There's just a robot car yeah. doing uh, laps and you just click it and then it comes to you. Dude, that could be the future of taxis, man. Honestly, like yeah. if a taxi owner is like, oh, was supposed to say, okay, well, we can have like an automatic taxi come get you. Yeah. You know, like there's one, always one just driving, driving around. around. Yeah, there's always mathematics you can do to see how often people need a ride. And how often they don't, how many cars you need in a certain area to be able to fulfill those so that nobody's really waiting for a ride. Yeah. And just, you you are taking car ownership out of a lot of people. But once again, I think I think it'll just be people doing that out it of also, choice. It also changed the, like, the car parking industry. Because now, you know, car parks are pre- predatory, can you call it that? Like, just, you know... You- Pay a billion dollars to park your car for two hours. Yeah. Picked anyone up at like, Airport? Now it's <laughs> like don't, don't if, get me started. I was if the there's weekend. like it, if those car parks were converted into like depots for electric uh, self-driving cars, and then you you know you get open the app and say I need a ride, and that car just comes out, picks you up, drops you off, and then goes and stops at another um, depot wherever yeah. you close to where you got dropped off. So you never actually have to park anymore. It's always just constantly moving. Yeah, and, you know? and, and there's yeah. so much room for different kinds of improvements where, for example, if you're willing to get go for a cheaper ride, um, just make a few stops on the way, and the car will actually pick up a couple more people That's that are going in the same direction as you. We should and, get into business and do this. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's going pen to happen. Pending, it's definitely going pending. to happen. Yeah. And it's pen just, pen <laughs> it saves the environment, saves people costs of just yeah. owning a car. Um, time. Yeah, time and money. Uh, but it... I, I still feel I'll always own yeah. a car. But yeah, like Matt and Alan will always be like, you know, switch off autopilot and doing doughies and it's, it's <laughs> Mexico. Like, of course. Like Will Smith in uh, yeah, in I, I robot. robot. Yeah. Push the car aside. No, I'm driving. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I'll be honest with you. As, as a high school teacher, um, seeing kids, you know, of, of the age of you know, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, um, you know, you know, back, uh, back in our day, Alan and James. All of the boys and all of the girls wanted to get their license. It was, it was like a rite of passage in year twelve. It you had, really was. Now these kids don't even they don't yeah. even want the license anymore. Like they're like yeah. we don't have to. And I'm like uh, I was at school. I was t- teaching today, and um, four four girls came came back to, to visit their teachers. They finished like three years ago. Only one of those girls had their license. The other the other three were like oh yeah. I don't I don't really need it. A lot of our friends don't still don't. Yeah, but I'm like it's a dying thing. Like, yeah, it's yeah. It's people a, are realizing that they don't need cars, and yeah. it's you know. Okay. And I mean, I mean, ho- like 
also like you know in in places like New York and and in Europe, like the transport system's so good that you don't really need it. Whereas here, our transport's still not great. Um, so it's you know, than it used to be at least. Yeah, if in the future the transport system gets better, the trains and trams and stuff, then again that'll change the whole the whole scene and people, you know, even less people will drive. Yeah, well, um, it's an interesting topic. We we could go on about this topic for a yeah. long time, but um, should do a follow up. We should actually. We we, we definitely should. Um, we're gonna get to a break. We're gonna go to a song by Pinnell. Um It's one of their first album. The song's called Embrace, featuring Lady Hawk. Um, this is probably one of my actually. This probably is my favorite song from from Pinnell. Um We'll be right back after this. You're back on Car Talk with Matty J. Still ninety eight point nine Northwest FM. Now, driverless cars again. We'll finish this because we should have, we should actually just dedicate off a full episode of this. Yeah. It's, it's just so much to talk it, about. It's a topic that can be talked on for hours. I always tell people we should be aiming for the Jetsons, where we all live in the sky. Mm-hmm. We only work we work three days a week, and uh, there, there's hover cars and there's robots that do all all our cleaning. And can you imagine the Me complaining judge. on the internet? <laughs> <laughs> Can't give too much time to the people. Jeez, oh, yeah, definitely not. Um, but look, we'll we'll move on. Because our other topic of the night was, uh, what are the police going to drive now? Like, the, the, the final Commodores and Falcons are getting phased out because they're, they're, they're hitting their they're hitting their mark. Mm. So actually, a bit of consumer advice: if you if you want a, if you want a cheap XR6 Turbo that's done like it's like a couple years old and it's done no K or done about a hundred thousand Ks, but it's it's like full service history, you can pick up. Uh, no word of a lie, uh, FGX XR6 Turbo with Brembo's at the front, full pretty much with the works, less than twenty grand, like eighteen grand. Wouldn't wouldn't the value go up? And, and Why is it going? Because they go on auctions. Just just they get rid of them. They're trying trying to get rid of them. Yeah. Same thing with SS Commodore. Like a year from now, it'll go up, right? Like massive. I'd say about five years, maybe. Yeah. Then people will once again be dealing with the cars that they have to deal with. What is we're going to get the is it the Taurus? Yeah. The Taurus and the what are we getting from? Well, apparently we're getting we're getting the Taurus, but we're getting the the new Commodore is basically an Opel Insignia. Ah, yeah. So it's it's yeah. So so once people you know deal with those for a little while, uh, they they (laughs) get sick of those. Yeah, some people will definitely try and come back, and just the general appeal that these were the last ones made. Yeah. You know that you you won't lose money on them in the in the the grand scheme of things if you buy them now. Yeah. Now, if you. You know, you've got to buy them at the, at the bottom of their range, uh, and just, uh, as I said, a piece of consumer advice: if you want to, you want a quick way into a into a what's going to be kind of a cult classic, get one now because they were getting phased out. Um, but in terms of uh, what we think are going to be the next cop cars, I've got a few picks. I'm, I'm the thi- Stinger GT. Stinger GT. The one complaint I have about that is. It's not as large as obviously the the Falcons and Commodore. It's actually quite decent. I I, saw, I was right next to one yesterday. They're quite long. But is, is it like width wise? What are we talking? Um, length wise, uh, width wise they look a bit thinner. Um, but I, I could be wrong. I have to double check the, the specs. One of the the big uses, or well, not the biggest use, but definitely a big use of uh, the police cars and the four doors and the large spaces throwing somebody in the back. Yes, and this is why the, the cars on my list and the cars on, on what I wanted to ask you have to be with, have to have four doors. So you can't have them driving around their velociraptor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's going to work too well. <laughs> you open the door on the one side, Jack. Ah, crap! <laughs> <laughs> you can only take one person at a time with those, Pretty or much. you can just sit the pope and like shotgun, and you only got one cop driving the car. Time to the roof rack. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck them on the tow bar. <laughs> Drive away. Uh, no, we don't recommend that here on, 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 uh, on Car Talk. 
But yeah, Kia's thing in GT is, is, was one on my list. It'd be uh, good for pursuits, I, I believe. Definitely. And if they brought the Hyundai Genesis with the 5 liter V8 like they've got in the other markets, that'd be another one that, that's pretty good because that's a long wheelbase. But my pick was something that you own, Alan, a WRX. Because you get four doors. They've used them as cop cars before. They have. And the newer models especially are relatively large. They are quite like, big, they're, yeah. they're roomy enough to, you know, seat people comfortably in. And even though you don't want the pub to be too comfortable, you definitely don't want, you know, uh, a, what is it, misuse of force on your hands, you know, bumping his head on the roof and whatnot. Ah, come on. <laughs> but what are they going to use for paddy wagons, though? Paddy wagons? They, they can, the Lavorg. The Lavorg, yeah. but that's The Forester? Well, the Forester, yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, who else makes a ute? Like, they, they can have, like, a canopy mm. put on. Like, no, no one... Unless they put them in like those, you know, Navaras, they throw them in the, uh, uh, throw them in the back of a nav or, or a highlight. It's got the ARV kit on the back. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's made for ARV. <laughs> oh, it's uh, so bad. That'd, that'd, I would laugh if ARV made like a prison kit, <laughs> like a police kit for those suits. <laughs> Valside prison. Valside. Oh, that'd be so good. Um, another one I was going to think about would be the three hundred SRT. Yes. Because that's pretty much a Commodore or a Falcon um, with a lot of power. Um, you can even throw someone in the boot in that. Yeah. I mean, it is a gangster car, <laughs> so uh, you, you can go up to them. Plenty of room for evidence. How many bodies, you reckon? Oh. <laughs> Depends on how you fold them. <laughs> we, we don't condone any of that. <laughs> but, yes, we do. <laughs> but definitely for evidence, big boots yeah, always come in handy, especially they do. if a packet's going to go missing. Not that I've... Accusing anyone of anything, <laughs> but see, I've I've heard talks of like you know because basically the Falcon and a Commodore were like you know a full size sedan, uh, A class Mercs, uh, five series BMWs. They've all been you know tro- I guess I think I know five series BMWs have been trialed, but in terms of where they're going to go next, is you know it's kind of a um, bit of a question mark on on because we've just had we've had Commodores and Falcons for so long. The, uh, talk about the, the Camry V6 coming back. That's going to take that role. Mm. Um, but you need a performance variant, and I think the SRT would be would be good. Kia Sting would be good. Don't know, but don't think a Mustang would, would be good because it's two doors and no. kind of pointless. Um, but Mustang would be a good press car, though. Good press car, but it wouldn't be a good car. Yeah, unless car. they have like the interceptors that are for chasing people that are like you know, high the, patrol proper ones. Yeah. yeah, and then you've got the actual proper police car. I mean, what are we talking about though? I mean, Dubai's got like Lamborghinis and. and Bugatti's chasing uh, chasing guys that are going three k's over to speed them. We don't have the oil money to do that. <laughs> yeah. Sweet too. Come on. <laughs> we, we should start selling our uranium. And we have uranium money. <laughs> <laughs> what they say in uh, in the movie Borat, uh, largest makers of potassium <laughs> exporter. <laughs> we should just start selling our warehouse. What is it? Is it the Challenger that's photo? Challenge? Uh, no. Yes. No. Challenger. Yes. Ch- Challenger. Challenger's photo. Get one, get, like, no, no, is, Charger, Charger. I always confuse which one's which. Challenger and Charger. Why are you going to have such similar names? <laughs> Charger's photo. If they bring that here, that'd be that'd be pretty cool. That'd uh, be great for consumers as well. Hellcat. Come on, like like like. Sis, sis, sis. <laughs> or demon. Demon. At one seat. You'd be catching your purpose pretty bloody quickly. Um, in terms of what they're using already, uh, well. Territories are going. To, they're pretty much going to get phased out as well. So what well, they are, they are. So the Everest doesn't seem like it'll it'll do the job as nicely because it's based off the the, the Ranger frame, isn't it? It is. It's pretty much a Ranger, yeah. yeah. 
Um, they've, they've, go back to the whole ARB kit with the cop kit in the back and just throw the person. Yeah, the cop kit. But you have to put a little step ladder as well to get the get, get him high get in. Him up, yeah. But having said that, uh, Ford this week have announced the, the the new replacement for the territory. It's called. It was supposed to be called the Edge, but Toyota kind of trademarked the Edge name in Australia, so they've called it the Endura. Okay. Uh, which is which is basically like a similar size to a territory, but I don't think they're going to be offering a seven seater version. So it's just going to be another pointless SUV. So pointless, you know, when you're going through rough terrain to take your kids to school. <laughs> oh yeah, they soccer, 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 soccer practice, <laughs> soccer practice in the in the desert. <laughs> just don't get me started, James. Don't, don't, don't let me have another round on SUVs. SUVs is your Volkswagen. <laughs> I, I ran about Volkswagen. You ran about SUVs. But we both read about um, <laughs> Jurassic. Oh man, Jurassic World. Don't get me started. It can't help but make you angry that people are buying very wide, large cars in tight suburbs with no space. Oh man, it's a great idea. We've talked Pointless. about it before. Just they think they own the road. Well, I don't know what else we we could um. We, we we could we could think of that. That's what about doors. like my dad got the. I don't think I told you my dad got the new Skoda sedan. Actually, yeah, that'll be the right. Turb twin turbo. The superb, right? Was it called the Superb or was it the Octavia? Um, I think it's the Octavia sedan version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's got cool. he's got the he got the wagon and now he's got the uh, no twin exhaust turbo, not twin yeah. turbo. Um, he's gonna get angry that I forgot. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, is maybe it, it's, an, it's an RS, yeah. Be, I think so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the sports version. Yeah, they're, um, they're pretty quick, man. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's kind of the same size as a Commodore. Yeah. Sort of. If not a little bit smaller. But yeah. the, the new Commodore's going to be that size anyway, so... Yeah. Mm. Has, has the police spoken out about what cars they are looking at? Because I remember somebody saying something at the police looking at Stingers. Yeah, it was Stingers uh, because, because of the four-door practicality um, and, and the, obviously the performance of, that they that they carry is pretty much similar to a Falcon or a Commodore, or, or, you know. Uh, My biggest is, thing is looking at how much tuners can get out of a stock stinger. Without, yes. without too much kind of... Obviously, if you meddle with it, you meddle with anything, you can get a 1,000 horsepower, but you spent, you know, underground at that point. Yeah. It's just, yes. What kind of, I guess, just computer-based, maybe a few parts here and there, exhaust or something. What kind of tuning, like, kind of uh, power gains do you think... I mean, I'm not too sure yet of? because it's still very new. I mean, the the, the last car that I, that I remember that they were properly doing this on was um was like... BX6 turbos and they found that they found the limits of them pretty quickly but then they Ford obviously improved them this is like Kia's first like proper like sports sedan so uh, no, no one really knows the limit of the. I feel they're yet. hiding at least 30 kilowatts I, I reckon I reckon you'd, you'd get well I reckon they're underrated from factory because you know, to, to be pulling quick times of like 0 to 60 or 0 to 100 I should say for here um, it's pretty impressive like you know they, they've got a lot more power than than I think they're getting credit for. So I think they got dynoed and they had about the same kilowatts at the wheels as what they were what they were claiming at the fly. So don't call me on that. I have to find that video. Um, I'll I'll tell you guys in a bit. It was really really um really really surprising that uh, it's uh, it's an underrated car from factory. So I re- I reckon you can probably get three fifty out of it, three fifty kilowatts, possibly safely. I don't know. I don't know how strong the internals are. I don't know much about. I don't know much about the tuning wise from. But, but I'm very it, excited to see where they go from here. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, this is a big. This is a big step up for Kia. This is a, this is mm. Kia. This is Kia's like legit, you know, first crack at a performance sedan. So yeah. it's it's a it's a really exciting. They're making car. a name for themselves. They are. They've come a long way, Kia. Um, yeah, because when when we were younger, Kia was a joke. They, they were a joke. They were uh, junk. Yeah. yeah, it was like a Hyundai XL 
is like what you think of when you think of IKEA. Yeah, the XL was a rite of passage, all right? It is. You always have one friend, Andrew, shout out, <laughs> that had that car and thought it was the best, just the bee's knees. With that, with that ugly the, the decal. That, remember that they came with the decal on the side? And I had the was it was it had the name Excel in it? I think so. Yeah, my uncle had one. Yeah, so, yeah it's like right. what were they thinking? Uh, we're gonna go tell last break tonight. We'll be right back after this. You're back on Car Talk with Manny J. We're about to wrap up the show, but um, topics from tonight were pretty much we're gone, we're screwed in about thirty years. <laughs> we're not gonna be driving, and uh, cops will be probably not looking at stingers. This is this is also you know we're we're saying like you know, it's going to be self-driving cars and stuff. It's like, this is if we don't go the Mad Max road and everyone's driving and yeah. using petrol, even though this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you know, we might be going the opposite way and everything's blown up and we're just driving around in gas-guzzling uh, Fords and, and stuff. Last of the v last of the, <laughs> the interceptors. The interceptors. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much all we got time for on the show. Uh, now, now you've just got me got that in, stuck in the back of my head now, James. Yeah. <laughs> last of the, the interceptors. Um, Gasoline. Gasoline. Um, so tune in next week, 7 p.m. We're going to be doing the Henry Ford special. So I think it's pretty much confirmed now. We, yeah. We, yeah um, you guys will be back on for it? Yeah. Definitely will. Sounds good. Uh, shout out to my nano. I know you're listening. Um, you, you're back in Melbourne. So um, uh, hope you're getting well soon. Uh, do love you very much. I can't play you the song because I have to download it. I know you wanted... Um, uh, next week. You, you wanted The Power of Love by Jennifer Rush. That'll be next week. Um, I'll make sure to put that on. But basically, um, yeah, uh, stay tuned. Uh, we've got more shows coming up tonight. Uh, listen to Dr. Rock's show on a Monday night and on a Thursday night with his mate Fitzy for the Thursday Waffle. James, give your show a quick plug. Man vs. Movies every six p every Tuesday at 6pm. Every 6pm. <laughs> All the 6pms. Uh, every, every Tuesday, 6pm, 98.9 Northwest FDM. Uh, also, iTunes, we're on podcasts is on iTunes, Shout Engine, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Yep, um, and ours is on Shout Engine as well. So uh, jump onto there. The links in our Facebook page. I've got, I've got, a, I've, I've uploaded, but I haven't linked them in the last couple of weeks. So I'll fix that up tonight. Uh, also, we're on iTunes as well. So if you listen to iTunes, prefer iTunes, um, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review, so we can get higher up in the, on the iTunes ranking, so we can get more more noticed. We're, we've got listeners all over the world now, which is really really cool. So thanks to all our listeners. I wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for you guys. Uh, if you've got a question or, or want to come on the show, um, send, me a, send me a message on, on our Facebook page. It's Car Talk T O R Q U E with Manny J, um, and I'll be I'll get back to you as soon as possible. But thanks, Alan. It's always a pleasure. Thanks, James. Thank you very much. Um, and this has been Car Talk with Manny J. See you in the same time next week, seven p.m. Take it easy. <laughs>